Yeah, so. I mean, everyone who's going to be bummed about it isn't uh, here with us right now. So sorry, guys. Yeah, Sucks yeah. to suck. No shit. Well, and if you don't, you know us anyway, so it really doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, after Halloween, uh, holidays are dead. So, you know, I mean, it takes an act of God for me to get lights on my fence. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't know, planes man. that they're building? Police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome to Strange Uncles, Season 7, Episode 1. God damn it, I'm Shane. Hey, it's it's me, Joshio. <laughs> Yet again. Are you in a video game? It's a me. <laughs> Joshio. God, that's fucking horrible. I that's should be awful. fired. Goddamn stereotyping. Jesus Christ, dude. Where are y- you coming y'all from? Y'all deserve better than this from me, but um you're not gonna get it. So. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode one. <laughs> anyway. So welcome. Um, I will start out, first of all, to say I apologize to listeners. I have my finger on the cough button and I will be using it. Uh, It is wintertime and boy, I have a fucking story that I will tell here. Probably not right away, but I'll tell because holy shit, it's not been a fun Christmas. But um, we are back. We're back from a holiday. Uh, And I I don't know, you know, I want to use the word holiday loosely on this year. It hasn't been fun. Can I just say that without being an asshole? Uh, well, some people are going to take offense no matter what, because they're totally Christmas pilled and, uh, toxically positive and annoying, yeah. but, um, you know, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it is. What I, it is. for me, I say, go right ahead. <laughs> you think you're cool with it? Well, I guess that's really all that matters, right? But <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, everyone who's going to be bummed about it isn't, uh, here with us right now. So sorry guys. Yeah, Sucks yeah. to suck. No shit. Well, and if you don't, you know us anyway, so it really doesn't matter as far as I'm concerned after Halloween, uh, holidays are dead. So, you know, I mean, it takes an act of God for me to get lights on my fence and it's only because I am married. If I was by myself, that would not even occur. Oh man. So Aubrey decorates a bit, but luckily we live in like a weird private alley, basically former polygamous compound. Um, and so no one comes back here besides our neighbors that live, that know us that know I ain't fucking doing shit for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So you have no so, street uh, view to worry about, you know, nobody gives a yeah, shit. Yeah. Like I don't have to like put it on the facade. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my neighbor does like, uh, good old uncle Herman. He loves it. He decorates every year, even though there's nobody back here, which I think is awesome and adorable. Uh, like what? good on you, Herman. Kudo, yeah. Kudos on him. It. Yep. Kudos on him. All the more power in the world. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. So, well, I'm even the point that and I lost this fucking battle, but I'm like, hey, Christmas is over. Lights are coming down um, on the 26th, and she would not have it. Oh, you got to keep them up at least two oh. New Year's because... Duh, 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 duh. I'm like, oh, God damn, okay, 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 fine, fine. Yeah, you're never going to win that one. No. That's You got to choose your battles, my friend. Dude, I quit watering the tree like two weeks ago. Like, I don't give a shit oh, anymore. I'm I like, think... Eh. I think our decorations were up until like the end of February last year. Yeah. Uh, 
one or two of them might have been up into March. I don't know. You, you I just all learned to live with it. At least it's better than. I mean, that's people. in the house, though. So oh, that's like, different. I was going to say that's <laughs> that's not exterior. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't have. It's not like I have to deal with it other than look at it. Yeah. True. Well, okay. Which true is enough. fine. Well, at least you don't have lights on like up year round. They might not be plugged in, but they're on your house. 365 days out of the year just to prep for next year. I hate those. Oh, dude. If, uh, if the missus insisted on outdoor decorations, that's exactly what I would do. I would hang them once. They would be up and that's it. That's it. They're never coming back down. They just get turned off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Unplugged. I am lazy and afraid of heights. So, Oh, dude, I'm definitely afraid of heights. Never used to be, but holy God, yeah. After, like, shattering my heel, breaking my back, I'm like, okay, somebody somewhere is telling me that I should stay on the ground. I'm just saying. So, you know, I don't even get on the a The dear Lord door. above is like, Shane, stay off the goddamn ladders. I didn't say that. I'm just saying. You're going stay way too far, sir. Stay off the me damned ladders. <laughs> so, anyway. But, uh, yeah, it has been a, um, it has been quite a season. So, so I'm sick. Uh, in fact, it, it's funny because this is like the first day I've been upright for like four days. Start of Christmas Day. My kid got me sick. Dude, the worst flu I've ever had. Ever. ever, Like ever. Test for COVID. It wasn't COVID. It just absolutely kicked my ass. And if that wasn't enough of it, we ended up... Because, you know, my so my son came over. Um, but shout out to Logan, by the way, you know, because he listens. Um, which was awesome. And he had a little Shouts. bit of, you know, he had a little bit of grudgy going on, but you know, he didn't know he was just, you know, he didn't realize. So it was no big deal. Yeah. But, it's just um, like, mm, yeah. I mean, he's 23. Stuff, yeah. He's 23. So that's like, yeah, fuck, whatever. And I thought like the night before Christmas Eve, we were up partying, you know, we went out, we went to Garland, we hit a couple spots and then it's like three in the morning. We're just shooting shit in the living room, you know, like just going back and forth, catching up, stuff like that. And I looked at my clock. I'm like, oh my God. Cause usually, you know, I'm not up to three in the morning and so I woke up the next day. I was a little slow. I was like, oh, I'm just lack of sleep, maybe a little hungover, you know, whatever, you know, no big deal. Well, it was the start of a flu, and I didn't know that. And so Christmas Day, we went Christmas Eve to, and um, we had family renting an Airbnb here in, in Spokane, Washington. So most of the family get together in one house, you know, which was cool. You know, we did Pasole yeah. and all this stuff. Uh, dude, Christmas Day, I woke up. I couldn't get out of the bed. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, like, it was just a nightmare. So I'm quarantined down in the room that we were staying at, and I get enough energy the wife helps me out because she has been a tr- absolute trooper pregnant again you know and she's like do, do i need to take a hospital is that bad she ran to the house got a covid test came back all the, yada 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 and so i got enough energy and gathered her shit up like around three or four in the afternoon came back home and we're all exhausted hungry only thing open on christmas day is guess what can you guess the only restaurant is open on Christmas Day? Oh, no, it, it couldn't possibly be a Chinese restaurant. Yours was so fucking Did funny. Did this really happen or were you just watching a Christmas oh story? Oh, my God. I That's exact. I knew you were going to say that. I didn't believe that was a thing. But when I was driving to pick up said Chinese meal that we had ordered from this restaurant about a mile and a half away, every single Chinese restaurant parking lot was packed to the gills. Never even thought about it. And the one I went, I waited an hour. And they, they were backed up like 50 takeouts. Like, that's how busy they were. People were having Christmas parties at the at the restaurant and opening presents and this. And I'm, I'm just so fucking disgusted. Miserable. Feeling like shit. Get back home. Slip on the sidewalk. Fall down a set of concrete steps right on my back. 
And I, I'm pretty sure I broke something. If I didn't, I bruised the fuck out of it. Because I, every time I sneezed or coughed, I want to cry. And so that's been, yay, Christmas. That's been my Christmas. So. Yeah, that sounds like you uh, damaged some ribs there, bud. Yeah, more, more likely. I don't know. You know, it, I mean, I can still breathe, so I didn't puncture a lung. So I'm like, eh, you know, there, I got that going for me. You know, so that, that's, no, a, I mean, that's a plus. Yeah, there's not much you can do in that situation. It's like, it's going to hurt. I, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. And what am I going to, well, you should get an x-ray. Well, what are they going to do? Oh, yeah, you broke a rib. Well, wrap it up. I mean, it's not going to change anything. So yeah, yeah. Anyway. my 74-year-old dad hit me up. Uh, Well, not hit me up, hit up our like little group chat with me and him and my sisters mm-hmm. uh, like a few weeks ago and was like, well, I slipped. It it got wet down here in St. George and I slipped and uh, I oh. broke a couple ribs. Oh, no. Uh, uh, it's fine though. Like I can still golf. Oh, and I was like, priorities. Oh, oh, okay. Then he's like, yeah, it only hurts if I sneeze or if I laugh. It's like, yeah. All right, dad. Yeah. As long as you're doing good way to be a true. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can still golf. It's fine. I don't care. That's fucking like hilarious. he goes golfing pretty much every day. It's ridiculous. Well, he lives in St. George. I mean, that's what else do they do over there? As far as I know, right? I think that's like 95% of the reason he moved down there. Well, maybe uh, not 95%. Yeah. Um, one of my sisters lives down there, and she's the one that still has, like, younger kids, and so he moved down there to be oh, uh, grandpa, bit. you uh, know. Well, but, that's good as on him. Yeah. So, folks, But Saint the George, golf helped. St. George is actually Utah, um, right on the border of Nevada. It usually it doesn't get much of a climate for cold at all. I mean, it stays pretty... Uh, no, it's, it's, like, right on the rim of the Great Basin, like, just down a little bit, and it's... Uh, like winter time i like he he likes to tell me that it's like 60 degrees when it's like 30 degrees up here nice um but nice. it's usually like 60 ish down there in the winter uh jokes on them though cuz it's like around it's usually over 110 in the summer so oh i know oh it's miserable i mean Have it's fun beautiful with that shit. yeah it's beautiful don't get me wrong but holy god driving from st george to you know going into mesquite oh ugh, you know yeah. it's it's a thing so but yeah you drop down into mesquite and then you drop down into vegas so it's a little bit cooler than vegas but it's uh like temperature wise but yeah yeah but not by far i i don't know you know maybe when you get all i'll tell you what we got nailed with snow and rain and freezing rain and i uh, arizona's looking nicer nicer the older i get i'm like i don't do i want to do like two feet of snow every year still I mean, how often know? do I go out of the house in the summertime anyway? Yeah, I know. Right. Exactly. You got to, I mean, like, honestly, up. uh, living here in Salt Lake, it's like, there are maybe two and a half months on either end of winter where like, it's nice to be outside. Yeah. yeah. And other than that, it's either way too hot or way too cold. Yeah. Eh, we catch a break here. I mean, it's usually if it gets a hundred, it's only hundred, maybe a week or so out of the summer. It's not awful, you know, so, I mean, it's doable. Um, you know, the year we moved back two years ago, holy God, it was awful. We broke, we broke temps. It was like 113 degrees. Again, welcome to a strange uncle's weather forecast, evidently. We yeah. always roll into that for fucking whatever reason. That's how it reminds me of that old, like, uh, was it Travis Tritt song? Like, as long as old women, or as long as old men sit and talk about the weather. <laughs> yeah. As long as old women sit and talk about old men. Anyway. Dude. Oh, Jesus. Hello. I grew up in Utah in the 90s. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. I grew up in Montana. I'm well aware of the song. I can sing the same verse. So you're not alone, sir. But <laughs> anyway. Um, but for you, holidays, decent? Kind of? Yeah. So, got everything uh, you wanted? 
Yeah, honestly, which was like not having to do a whole lot of stuff for a couple of days. Uh, Aubrey and I started a new tr- tradition um, where we just go get a hotel room and pretend we're on vacation. We stayed at the uh, Marriott at City Creek. Oh, nice. So, so it was like literally 10 minutes from the house. I could probably walk there in like 15 or 20. Um, but we just went there, pretended we were on vacation and like ate in the restaurant in the hotel, drank in the bar in the hotel, like, yep, yep. uh, I've you know, that. just hung out, um, That's cool. did all that next, next year. Well, we're going to do it more often than just on Christmas, but like next year we're going to stay at a nicer place, but, nice. uh, that was pretty nice. And then, um, you know, we came home, checked on the cats and then drove up to Brigham to hang out with her family. And, uh, you know, got to see all the little kids tearing through their presents and stuff. That was, you know, it was fun. Yeah. Well, family. Yeah. You there's know. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, no, that's yeah. cool. Like I said, the sooner it gets over, the better. But I, I do like, you know, it's bah humbug as I sound. I do enjoy, you know, Josephina opening, you know, what she thought she wanted. I got her like a KitchenAid thing. So I'm going to say it's fun. You know, you give stuff to other people and you see a look on their face. It's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So, my, yeah. I think my like kid, when I was. You know, when I was a kid, it was all about what did I get? And now that I'm older, it's like, what can I get you? That's going to like yes. make you actually happy. Right. Exactly. You know? And it's one of those, it's a test, right? Because they plant these seeds all fucking year long and they see if you were paying attention. And if you get them the right thing, you were paying attention. If you get them razor blades in their stocking, like you do every other year, you obviously were not paying attention. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this was the, yeah. Uh, I can safely say, because Aubrey doesn't uh, check in on the show a whole lot, that um, I did forget to get the air fryer that she was hinting about. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Oops. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Teach your own. But yeah, yeah, we had a good time. You know, it was nice to just spend time together and like uh, pretend we were somewhere else when going somewhere else is very fucking expensive. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, especially nowadays, man. Oh, boy. You know, it's a tough thing. Oh, let me tell you about Oof. buying tickets to go to Las Vegas like the weekend before that. Holy shit. Yeah. To, to, Delta wanted like five to seven hundred dollars for a flight from Salt Lake to Vegas and back. That is un. And we were flying out on like a Thursday, I think, and flying back on Sunday. And then uh, they any flight that had a layover that mm-hmm. would have been traveling all day, which usually those used to be cheaper because they were more inconvenient. Right. Mm-hmm. They were like twice the price. Yeah, that's it weird. was like, Oh, Hey, you can have a direct flight for 700 bucks or you can fly to Denver and hang out there for four hours, which is not enough time to leave the airport and get back to it. Right. Right. And then fly to fucking uh, Vegas. And that's like uh 1300. That, that just, like, that's insane. That is insane. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I've never, so, I've never seen prices like that before. Ugh. So we ended up flying uh, Frontier, which don't ever do that. It's bad. Yeah, I was like, oh, 130 bucks. This is great. This is going to be cheap after all the additional charges that uh-huh. you have to pay to just like get on the plane. It was like 350. Dude, you just like, might have sucked it up and flew Spirit. It's kind of the same premise. Uh, Spirit would have probably been a better experience oh, and wow. uh, cheaper. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Which is staying a whole lot of shit. Well, I got to pay attention because a buddy of mine, we're trying to catch a break in uh, late February to go to Reno because uh, he's never been there. He lives in L.A. 
And so we want to fly to Reno, kind of meet, and then do, you know, and he's Vegas, but I meant through the Vegas uh, network circuit type thing. Um, I, yeah. I better look at prices because, man, now I'm kind of worried if that was going to be a thing. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I would recommend Tahoe over Reno nine days a week. Yeah, and then just um, rental car into Reno. It's right there, right? Kind of. Oh, I just mean like Tahoe's much nicer. Reno's oh, kind of like gotcha. uh, slightly bigger Wendover. Okay, uh, I keep hearing that, but he's yeah, he's some, not missing yeah. out on anything. Not have ever yeah. been there. Like, sorry if anyone who listens is from Reno, but I know you know <laughs> what right, I'm talking right. about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like they have a cool like right by uh right in downtown, like right by where the casinos are. Uh-huh. They have like a cool little man-made river that has like rapids that they have like kayaking competitions and stuff on a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Um in warmer weather. It's like I'm not trying to say it's a dump or anything. I'm just saying like if you never go there, you're not. Right. Well, dude, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm selfish yeah. because I'm just going to go to get out of the fucking cold because it's not going to warm up here till I want to say maybe mid-May, June-ish. So it, it would be nice just to catch a break. Yeah, uh, Reno is about exactly as far north as Salt Lake is, so you're going to have similar weather. Yeah. yeah well, I, You're not really getting out of the cold, my dude. God damn it, man. You pissed on my Cheerios, man. Jesus. Sorry. Eh, well, you know. Just informed consent, I guess. <laughs> For sure. But, yeah, yeah. Is but it the size of Ireland? Is Reno the same size as place. Ireland, or is it the same as far as... Uh, uh, slightly smaller, slightly, but smaller. only just barely. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, Tahoe is not that much farther away. Or it's like you could fly into Reno and then drive up to Tahoe. Um, and I think Tahoe has an airport too. But uh, it's just like a pretty mountain town. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. still casinos and all that stuff. And since you're not going to get out of the cold anyway, it's basically like Park City kind of yeah. situation oh, you know okay fair enough yeah um so if you're not going to really be getting out of the cold anyway you might as well have like the nice like mountain town experience right right for sure i think we got maybe. that maybe on the list i don't know anyway i uh i'm sorry to try and derail your vacation plans <laughs> no there, worries but. man no worries at all you know it's, it's at least you're out of spokane right but um but anyway yeah, folks you I know mean, we're shooting the shit because this is a different kind of an episode you know this is we were going to do something we thought well you know what we're just going to kind of catch up you know josh and i we've been you know, texting back and forth during the break, but not a lot. And, uh, you know, we've been out since what? Ooh, November's before Thanksgiving, right? Some time frame. Do you, I don't know when the last episode dropped because time is a flat circle, but, um, I think it's been about two months since we recorded one. I think so. Yeah. Usually we don't take that much of a break, but we will be a hundred percent honest with you listeners. Man, both of us between work and just life in general, it's like, hey, let's take a breather. Um, we did put a Patreon, a couple of Patreon things out there. So, you know, hopefully, you strangers, you enjoyed those. Um, just kind of keep something in your feed. Uh, but this season, I think, is going to be a little bit different. And we're going to start out with this episode because this episode is going to be a little bit different. And we kind of want to catch up. We kind of want to recommend some things to you as far as like, you know, cool movies we checked out, whatever have you. And then this actually will drop um, before New Year's Day. So like every other podcast and their dog and everybody else, you know, they do like the top countdown 2022, da-da-da, which I got to say it was a shitty year anyway. However, you know, we want to kind of cover some highlights and some tidbits that we collected over the thing. So that's kind of going to be the pattern of this episode, right? I mean, are we cool doing that? Yeah, like I I, I think it would be safe to say too, we're going to be playing around with the format a little bit this season mm-hmm. and like trying to see what like, 
is fun for us and hopefully fun for the listeners as well. Um, so all y'all strangers out there, if you have uh, input, if there are things you would, uh, you think you would be fun for us to cover or format changes you think would be fun or, you know, ideas, whatever. Yeah. Or if you want to just tell us that we're idiots, that's fine too. Um, but you know where to go, you know, strange uncles at gmail.com. Um, all the social media platforms, which I have to admit here um, to my shame. <laughs> I have not logged in, logged into any of our social media accounts over the last two months. Well, dude, I think I, I did, looked at yeah. the Instagram account like yesterday. Really? Well, it's been a shit show anyway. I mean, obviously, you know, we don't have to tell you Twitter's basically being burnt down to the ground, which might be a good thing. It might not. I'm not too sure how that works, but I mean, know. it's a hilarious thing to watch either way. It is just, isn't it weird? It, it's actually almost surreal. It's like, wait a minute, what happened? Who bought what? He brought in a kitchen sink the day he walked. What? What? <laughs> it's, it's just been crazy. He's, it has been crazy. He's like, uh, have you ever seen that movie? Uh, wet hot American summer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the D and D nerds. Um, I get it, but without the redeeming quality of the D and D nerds being actually like fun and cool, which is awful. But like, he's like that awkward, weird fucking guy who yeah. thinks he's funny, who isn't, and doesn't have like any of the like uh, self realization to understand that, like, no, dude, this isn't you. This isn't. This is not what you're good at. Yeah, yeah. I so thought don't. you were going to say you're not um, funny. You suck. Yeah, I thought you were going to say he lacks a personality altogether because that would be. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's about right. Yeah, did you catch that Chappelle thing where he invited him on stage to do a quick little stand up? Oh, I caught the aftermath of it too, which was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. It's like it was like ninety percent cheers and ten percent booze, except for during the quiet part. Mm. It's like. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you obviously never played in a shitty band in your formative years and didn't have to take right. a lot of right. unwanted criticism. Yeah. You fucking entitled little shit. <laughs> Just amazes yeah. me, dude. It's crazy. So for sure. Uh, anyway, you know, yeah, but uh, social media, same. Um, you know, I did sign on for a couple of new ones. So maybe you guys might have, you might see a new Strangicles account on like Mastodon or, you know, I, I'm kind of catching to see what the new the new thing is, I guess, out there. You know, I don't know if you listeners are into it or not. Yeah, and again, if you got recommendations, you know, we're not huge social platform creatures anyway, you know, and you know that about us. So, you know, maybe that's why you love us. I, you know, fuck, I don't know. But, um, you know, maybe there's something out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm than, more uh, of a lurker, less of a poster. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's works good on social media. Um, not in real life. That shit will land you in jail. So, you know, there's that. Oh, yeah. But, but, hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> no incriminating evidence on the air, man. Come yeah, on. yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So anyway, um, hey, so I wanted to actually ask you because you caught me on to something and I was just enthused with it as you were because it's fucking amazing. Uh, do you want to cover a new uh, holiday movie on your side? Are we talking about Freaky Santa? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, Violent Night, the, the right? The Violent Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a porn yeah, movie. Uh, b- no, before we went and saw it, like uh, one of my friends was uh referring to it as freaky santa because he'd only seen the trailer and was like just being a a dick about it because i was like this looks fucking amazing and he was like yeah freaky santa sure why not actually he was pretty pumped on it too but it was just 
from the trailer. If you've if you've seen the trailer, you can understand oh, the freaky Santa reference because yeah, yeah, yeah. the trailer plays up like the last half of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to talk about Violent Night. I didn't just freeze. Um <laughs> But yeah, man, that movie is fucking great. It's a new holiday tradition to me. I I don't want to spoil too much, but like it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah trying to yeah. think, th- trying to think of like a basic synopsis of the plot is like, okay, Santa's real, just so you know, mm-hmm. or is he? Because I think I just That's, already spoiled the first like well, half of the movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard not to do that. David Harbor, right? Is that his name? The plays that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh. Fucking Hellboy or Chief Harbor Chief or Har- Chief Hopper. If yeah, you're yeah. a Stranger, Stranger Things, Things fan, and yeah, and uh, like me, you know people more by their characters than their actor, their actual names. Um, but yeah, he's he plays uh, Santa Claus or Nicomon the Red. Um, if we want to get technical about some shit, and uh, it's fucking great. It's hilarious. It's extremely violent. Like I thought it was going to be yes. like along the lines of Krampus like something I wouldn't really be all that into which Krampus normally. I loved I, I Krampus is like what if the wife fucking surprised me she's like you know three days before Christmas I really want kind of want to watch Krampus we actually took a picture of with Krampus down in Spokane this guy that dressed up and <laughs> nice and I love that movie but but the violent night's something totally different and so yeah if you're it's let's just say it's not a 12 13 year old type thing i wouldn't bring my teenager to they would have to be a little mm. older but on a scro- on a smooch on a scroach you know as far as that goes but yeah yeah holy shit the blood is quite 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 evident it's <laughs> so. it's it's very violent and gory but in like a fun way uh, yeah. um and i would i would sum it up like this um it's like an homage to all of the great Christmas movies that people argue about whether or not they're Christmas movies in a lot of cases nice. that we I, grew uh, up with, right? I like see that. there's an homage to home alone. There's an homage to uh die hard, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's an homage to fucking something else. Christmas Carol. Right I mean, and, you know, the guy, his name. Yeah. 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 And, and it's all just like really fun. Like none of it's, I wouldn't say none of it's campy, but like it's campy in the right places and not campy in the right places. And like the homages aren't just like one single scene. It's like Mm -hmm. it runs through the, the core of the movie. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And the cast is fucking amazing. Oh, dude. So can I, you've got David Harbour, you've got John Loguizamo, you've Mm got, uh, uh, shit. Now I can't remember her name when I was about to say it. Uh, uh, Beverly D'Angelo. Thank you. Off Christmas uh, vacation. From, Holy shit. And yeah, all the vacations. She was the mom in Christmas vacation. Oh, she when can she still get it. Came it's on, fine. I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. I it was just so cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's like also like heartwarming like family stuff in there, also like toxic family stuff in there. It's it is my new favorite Christmas movie, and I will be watching it every year and probably sometimes in between. Um yeah. yeah. It's a great action flick. It's also, you know, it's got all the like fun holiday heartwarming stuff. And, and like I said, some of the toxic stuff that you get around the holidays, depending on what your family life is like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's had a bad Christmas, I think. Yeah. Um, But the opening scene is, Oh my God. 
just I, I, I didn't fantastic. think it was going to actually like, can we spoil there? that or should we? Uh, oh my I God. Know. I don't know. But it was so, because you don't know, you think he's just some drunk fucking mall Santa sitting there at the bar. Yeah. Let's say that. And there's another mall Santa in the bar being like, put his drinks on my tab. I can't stand <laughs> to see another Santa sad on Christmas Eve. And I, I think that's enough spoiling of that part. But yeah, like, there you go. Yeah, the, you go. just even from the opening scene, you're like, what the hell is going on? It's yeah, amazing. Classic. One off classic. There's but not yeah, it's got it's got some serious, serious diehard vibes, which, you yep. know, yep. this is the first Christmas in a long time. I just realized that I haven't watched Die Hard. So I was I was thinking about you because I did see an ornament in the mall and I almost picked it up. And I should have, but it was a picture. Remember the scene in Die Hard where, and again, spoilers, dude, Die Hard's how old? You can't spoil Die Hard. That movie's almost as old as I am. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. I mean, if you haven't watched Die Hard, then I pause it. That's on you at this point. Yeah, I don't know what to do for you. Anyway, but the scene where he's in the ductwork with the lighter. And he's yeah. trying to crawl around. There's an ornament that has that exact. It's like a three dimensional, and he's in the ductwork with. I almost picked it up and mailed it to you. I was so tempted. Oh. I was like, "Oh, Josh would love to hang this on his fucking tree." Oh man, I would. Aubrey would probably be mad about it, but I wouldn't care. I'd be like, "I don't. I don't get much say in the Christmas <laughs> right. decorations. This for one sure. is for me, for sure, for sure." Anyway, no. If you can put badass. a Napoleon Dynamite fucking decoration on the tree, I can. I can have McLean and some duct work there. There you go. That's the way you, you got to push back on some things, man. I mean, that's what keeps a, you know, good relationship happy, right? You know, healthy compromise. Yeah, exactly. You know? There you go. There you go. But yeah, agreed. Agreed. I, I drug my feet on it. Cause I wasn't, I was like, ah, whatever. And then you had watched like twice. And so I finally gave up the ghost. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll check it out. And, and I just phenomenal. Like it's just such a good show. So we do want to pass it on because so, it's kind of still seasonal, you know, still Christmas kind of, I guess. Yeah. I and, uh, it's on demand now. So if you don't want to go to the theaters, you can, uh, I, I don't know if it's free, but you can definitely at least rent it on demand. Yeah. It's still kind of pricey um, to rent. Honestly, I bought it for like $3 more than I could rent it for because I know well, I'll watch it every year. That's the smart decision if you're going to watch it more than yeah. once. Yeah. Hands I can't think of how many movies I've rented for like, oh, it's only like three ninety nine to rent, but I rent it like six times and it's right. like, I should have just bought it. Yep. Kick but, yourself in the ass from day one. Um, yep. 2022 was a shit year, but movie wise, it was really good. And that was one of uh, the best movies I think I saw for 2022. And I mean, we're talking about the year that had like everything everywhere all at once, Uh, which is phenomenal. The woman King. Oh, I have not seen that. I have not seen woman King. That's good. That's dude. It is fucking one of the best movies of, if not of it, it's probably one of the best movies of the last like five years. It's so good. Really? Okay. Okay. Check yeah. That out. Yeah. That's on my list. Well, kind of forever was phenomenal. Like I, yes. I, I took my, uh, my son and myself and, and just we went to see it um, on Thanksgiving uh, because we're in Seattle visiting him. We're trying to, we got him moved actually uh, this year. So he's closer to us now. Instead of five hours away, he's two hours away, which is kind of cool. But uh, he, he nice. fell in love with it. Um, we're crying from the very beginning. How, so, and again, not, no spoilers, but I will say this, how Marvel, um, paid homage to him, uh, the original actor in the first Black Panther. Um, Chadwick Boseman. Yep, from the very beginning. Um, just, you know, I don't think they could have done it any better. 
when it comes to a Marvel movie and, and what they paid respect to. It, it was spot on. It was well done, well received. Um, so so kudos on them for, for doing that. I, I thought that was really, really neat, you know, so. Yeah, uh, like I, I cried a bunch during that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like we, we uh, me and a few of my friends usually go to uh, whatever's playing at Brewbies um, on like a Saturday or Sunday. It's mm-hmm. kind of like weekend thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, usually we're the only people in the theater and, um, you know, things are consumed and we're being rowdy little jackasses. And uh, when we were watching that, I was just like, nobody talked to me until this movie yeah, is yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, so good. Yeah, so it, good. it was like everything. I know a lot of people get superhero fatigue. And and uh, if you didn't grow up obsessed with comic books the way I did, uh, a lot of people are kind of like, eh, whatever it is, what it is. And, and I understand that a lot of people are like, they put out something like every fucking month, it's too much but like this movie is on its own phenomenal and like having uh having them kind of like shift uh namor and atlantis to being um uh mesoamerican oh my god i think was amazing genius and genius genius yeah absolutely absolutely i thought it was hands down great I will say, and then I, I've got some on my side as far as um, a quick book documentary that we can get in some. Well, we'll tell you what we're going to get into. But um, I do my other thing as far as 2022, you know, we talk about movies and we talk about um, some of these other things that are happening. Uh, they, you know, Black Panther, of course, was was amazing. Uh, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. You know, I'm not sure if you are, you know, and, and we're not oh. going to explain who Kevin Smith is. Yeah. Uh, did you go see the new Clerks movie? The, the Clerks is that movie. what you're about to talk yep, about? Yep, that's what I'm about to talk about. Uh, and again, no spoilers. Go watch it if you are a Kevin Smith fan, even even a little smidgen of a fan. It really is kind of his self-written autobiography in a weird way of what he went through. Yeah. What he it's so well done, so and very heartfelt. You know, for a Kevin Smith movie, it's pretty. You know, I mean, that's that's saying a lot. Um, it, just very well done. You know, I will say that kind of put it on the heartstrings too, because, you know, I've been following the guy and I know, you know, he went through a heart attack a couple of years ago and some other things and it's him just kind of summing everything up, but he did it within his characters that he wrote. Uh, very, very, yeah, very well done. Very well done. You know, if I remember right, the original clerks movie was like, like his film school, like graduating project. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like exactly. It was. And what's cool is he literally brings back almost every single original character, including the girlfriend that was uh, the suck thirty seven dicks. <laughs> she actually, <laughs> trying to actually suck any dicks on your way out to the parking oh lot. Oh my god, dude! She actually comes back. It's really kind of cool how they tied everything together. And uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's gonna be his last, but man, if it is, um, great way to go out. You know, honestly, um, yeah, I can't believe it's been this many years of like smodcast and him and what he's been doing. Just crazy, just crazy. So yeah, I. I remember Clerks came out. I think I was still in high school when that shit came out. I think I, I want to say it's like forty year anniversary, thirty or forty, one of the two. Uh, that I'm it's not been, that fucking old, man. Ninety two, ninety two, ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, I was still in high school, but that wasn't forty years ago. I'm oh, only like forty four. Maybe I'm thinking about me. Yeah, I'm forty nine. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's old. Let's just say that. But you know, he's been kicking around. Grandpa's forever. on film. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Um, but anyway, really, no, really like, well done, I, you know. 
I saw the trailers for it and I was really excited about it, but I, it kept being like, Oh, limited theaters, limited theaters. And right, I was like, right. Oh, I'll just wait until I can watch it on demand. Cause I never saw it come to a yeah. theater near me. It, it's on, it's on, I think you can but, get it on prime for like eight bucks an hour or something like that or six bucks. It, it's worth it. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I, maybe it's just me. The only one, you know, that they really liked it. Wife was only too kick, but she's really not a Kevin Smith fan. So, you know, there's that. I, I think he, uh, not to go too far into tangents, but I think his filmography is kind of interesting. Like for sure, the for Clerks sure. movies, like Clerks one, two, and three, are like man, they're they're good. Well, three, I haven't seen. I don't know, but Clerks one for the time, it was like holy shit. Oh yeah, but it yeah. I don't think it really held up all that well. Right, right. Uh, Clerks two was even when it came out, I was kind of like. The movies. I mean, I'll watch yeah. it because it's right. It's Kevin clerks, Smith, but whatever. Um, but like his other movies are actually like Mallrats. I think holds up for the most part. I fucking or maybe oh, yeah. I just have nostalgia for that movie. Um, I mean, didn't Stan he Lee's do Zach and Mary make a porno too? Uh, he did. Yeah, I believe it was Seth. Uh, Seth yeah, Martin, like right? that movie is fucking hilarious. Yeah, like yeah, really great stuff. Like he's just got a. I don't know. He's just a really, and I think he bought a, in the theater in L.A. I want to say. And he named it the Smod Castle recently. And so he plays, like he played, have you heard about this Terrifier, by the way? Uh, part two? That it's this no. uh, low, low budget, but people literally like ran out of the theater throwing up, which I know doesn't sound like a good movie, but it's because it's how gory and how it's just like, it, evidently it's a game changer. And he had the whole cast where you can interview him and play Terrifier one and two at his theater, you know, and just how he, he, having somebody that loves movies as much as he does and have that reflect in everything he does is so refreshing from local Hollywood, yeah. you know, bullshit going on over here. Um, just, yeah, phenomenal. And I will say that the one other, so, you know, cause we are strange uncles and we like weird shit. Um, we want to get some input back. If you guys have not seen it, I'm sure it's on demand now. Write us again, strange at gmail.com. Somebody that listens to us, go out there and watch barbarian. And see what you think. Because we, my wife and I watched it. I wasn't too sure what to think about Justin Long's in it, which, you know, he's been beating around Hollywood forever. He's been in a Kevin Smith movie, uh, Tusk, if you remember that one. Yeah, he was in, yeah, Yeah, Tusk. Yeah, Um, but evidently the critics are raving about the plot, how it works out, and I don't know why. So give me some feedback. Maybe I'm not, I'm, I'm missing something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know everyone's supposed to go into it blind. Um, But I was like, this is a movie I'm probably never going to watch. So I read like a review of it that had some spoilers. And I kind of like, I think I understand why you're like, I don't really get it. Um, And from what I read in that review, I think it's sort of. God, this is going to sound like a cop out for like M night Shyamalan or something, but like, it's, it's, uh, I think there are parts of it that are supposed to not work that you're, that are supposed to be like, I guess leaving you going like, what the, what I, I get, I I don't know. It's like if Christopher Nolan made a fucking horror movie, like right after he made Tenet and was like, okay, you just gotta like, understand that the time travel shit doesn't make sense. So just don't even fucking worry about that. Just enjoy the show. Yeah, but that's hard. How do you fucking do that though? I just, ah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so check it out. See what you think. Um, 
We're going to take a quick commercial break, but one last thing that I have, and it's real quick. I'm reading a book, and evidently John, uh, which you all know if you listen to this podcast, I, he let me know there's a documentary on it, and I did not know that it was a documentary. I'm trying to look for it. I, I think maybe it's on Netflix, but uh, it's a book that I was think written so. uh, 2010, I want to say, revised, uh, called Mirage Men. And, dude, it is fucking phenomenal. It is, it's all about the UFO the conspiracies, the people, the and they go way back in the mid-90s. They go back to, well, even back in the 40s with Kenneth Arnold, who was the first one that saw yeah. the saucers and Matt Rainier. And he also, and I don't know if you know this, but he also technically became the first UFO investigator ever. And I did not know that. Fate Magazine, the guy that bought the book, hired him. And he was like, there's so many, I'm on chapter four. And so far, I'm just, I'm spellbound. So anybody out there that's into the UFO thing, check it out, Mirage Men. Um, I want to say it was written by uh, Plinkton, I think is his last name. Um, very good. Uh, it probably do a review, actually, for maybe Patreons uh, when we're, when I'm done with the book. And then if you want to read it, I'll mail uh, it to let's, you, man. So. Yeah, let's get in more in-depth into that after the break. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. For sure. It's really good. Because I want to talk about it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, everybody, we will be back with Season one, season 7, Episode 1. Stand by, everybody. Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality? Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, and we're back. Um, yeah, Mirage Man. You, you know, again. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. Uh, I, it is still on Netflix, I think. If not, it's on, like, Prime. I, when you texted about the book, I watched, I was like, oh, fuck. And I watched it again. Oh, um, and I okay. found it for free. So yeah, it's yeah, on. Yeah. It's, it's streaming somewhere for free. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's Netflix, but it might be a different service mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and I remembered cause I saw it like years and years ago, like before we were doing this podcast and everything. And I was like, Oh, holy shit. This is where this documentary is where I first like got like an in-depth, uh, like look at people like Richard Doty and like, Oh man, he's now mentioned forget right the guy's from the name. beginning. Yeah, he's a huge part. Uh, the and the dude that he basically drove insane. Um, oh god damn it! I know who you're talking about. They literally almost and again. Ab- this is Horowitz. Abram. God, I can't remember the guy's it name. Might have been Horowitz. But really well, so me. so they they literally and you're right. They literally and again, I'm, I'm only in chapter four. But and and you're coming from one viewpoint of this guy. But this guy's been involved in these different. UFO groups and uh, all all these from like you know decades ago, um, same age I am yeah. actually you know and he talks about this and that but he talks about Doty he talks about how they basically he, there's no rhyme or reason right but why but they baited and switched switched how they fed him information like they purposely fed him false information to drive this guy crazy and make yeah. him think he was in his own bubble it, it's just a weird. Uh, there's so many things in there that that I, I I've heard the names, but how he brings it and ties it all together is is just amazing, just amazing. So yeah, and he's like a classic like 
example or like archetype of like the disinformation like, like fucking dude because like he was working for the uh air force osi the mm-hmm. office of special investigations right, right. and he hit according to him at least his task was to like harass this dude who was uh learning things he wasn't supposed to be learning and sometimes when he's talking about it he's saying it was about like oh they were testing like the fucking b2 bomber or like right. you know like right purposely black ops these, tech that yeah, he yeah. shouldn't have been known about so we're gonna like lead him down the fucking garden path about uh make him think it's ufos and sometimes he when and they show this in the documentary too. I don't know if they do it in the book mm-hmm. where like he kind of changes course about what he was doing with, uh, and I feel really bad that I can't remember the guy's name that he was basically torturing. Yeah. Um, kind of but in front of me, it's a famous case. And he like kind of would go back and forth about like, Oh, well no, it was national security. And then, Oh, well no, we actually had some UFO stuff. Well, Oh no, it was just like black ops stuff. And, um, and he's like a classic like trickster in that way. Like he's a dude who uh, people in the UFO community know him because of how he basically tortured this dude at the behest of the air force mm-hmm. um, and made him insane to cover up essentially at the time he was saying black ops stuff. But then he started doing the UFO like convention circuit and started saying like other things that were kind of contradictory and it's super weird. It, it, it's, it's a really it's, interesting story. It, it's amazing. The guy, so the author is named it. So it is a uh, Pinkleton. So Mark Pinkleton is his name. And um, yeah, so he wrote it in 2010 or his last revised copy. I think 2006, it actually technically was, uh, was out. And if I find the name, I'll, I'll throw it out there, but it, it's just so he even went back. Remember you and I, we shoot the shit a little bit about doing an episode on turn of the century airships. So he mentions yeah. that specifically in the book and these cases that they had. And there was one guy that they literally in some flea market, a yard sale, they found like these 10 notebooks that this guy had scribbled these illustrations and they were perfect match to these turn of the century ships that, you know, nobody could explain the technology back then. He does a brief little synopsis about that. Like, it's just so intriguing to read and to hear because he's been involved in this stuff um, for most of his life since he's been like a teenager. Um, just just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah, well worth it. Uh, check it out again, Mirage Men. You know, and I think I'm going to wait on my side to watch the documentary until I get done with the book um, just to weigh the two, you know, go yeah. from there. But, uh, yeah, definitely. If you know for sure where it's at, um, let me know. And and then, folks, you know, if you listeners, if you want to in on it, you know, we'll put it in the show notes for sure. But um, it's just something that I, you know, I try to read a book a month. Um, this one here really sticks out. It's it's well written. It's great, uh, and it's something that you know. I just I I don't know. I feel I wanted to share with uh, share with somebody else for sure. So yeah, I think yeah. the uh, I don't know if this comes through in the book, but like I think the wildest thing um, in the documentary is uh, and like the thumbnail for the documentary is like a super super close up of uh, of Richard Doty's face. Oh, um, really? God, that guy. Yeah, hold on. Uh, let me share screen and I'll show it to you real quick. Oh, absolutely. You can't share, right? Did they give you permission? Uh, just told me the host needs to allow you. Apparently, we're not that good of friends. Rude. There we go. Uh, um, 
so uh it's like this is the thumbnail for the show for the movie for the documentary oh yeah there uh, you go yep yep <laughs> that's funny yeah richard Doty got so, that guy jesus sorry listeners i know this is a visual format and by that i mean i know it's not um <laughs> but anyway uh like a big part of the documentary is just like the like them like interviewing him and him just kind of like saying some like kind of insane shit well now wasn't he wasn't he the one that claims up and down he was a civil engineer that got literally got into a gunfight with aliens in Dulce? no was that another guy that was yeah Dulce? that's a totally different dude oh okay i thought he was, was related with that with some reason he was related in that whole battle or he was no i think that might that. come up in the documentary um or okay. they it gets mentioned in like the same because it's all like UFO lore kind yeah, of stuff, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's it's so um, hard to to dig through some of the stuff too, you know, because a lot of the you you know there was only like three or four names attached from what early eighties, yeah, attached to the UFO mythos that kind of made it as big as it really is. Um, wasn't very many people involved. There was a handful. I know Doty was one of them, but uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, and from what I can uh, gather, he was actually like Richard Doty was actually like an agent for the OSI and uh, in the air force. Yeah. Um, like his credentials are at least somewhat legit. Like who knows, but he, right. he basically, his job was counterintelligence. Like, um, and I, I don't know, I think they might mention it in the book. I don't think they bring it up in the, uh, in the documentary, but I th- remember hearing that like one of the things they used to do to the guy, uh, that they were trying to keep from looking because he—I wish I could remember his name. Um, I feel real. Yeah, stupid I know. Right I'm, I'm kind of looking, but I can't. Uh, I'll, I'll find. Um, it. We'll run onto it. Basically, the dude lived like right near the fence of like an Air Force base, and he mm-hmm. saw some like mm-hmm. weird shit, and then decided that he had seen some UFO stuff, and that's when they sent Doty in to make him think that he hadn't. And then they just, they just like shit went off the rails. And like, if I remember right at one point, they like glued his furniture to the ceiling or oh some wild ass shit. God, really? Oh, Jesus. Like they would just like mercilessly Completely fuck with this guy. Fuck with and yeah, yeah. I don't remember if they go into detail about all the like weird shit like that they did to try and fuck with uh, the guy in the documentary. But they do ask him like, you did all this crazy, all these crazy things. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? And he was like, I don't know. I'm like, like just do no, I feel no bad remorse? that this dude, cause the guy, if I remember right, eventually committed suicide. I think so. I think I remember. Um, that. Yeah. And, uh, Dodie's like, well, you know, I mean, do I feel bad that that happened? I guess. But like, also I was just doing my job. Right. And so, just like, somebody totally who can like, separate it completely. Like it's like, you know, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Like, kind of fucked yeah. up about it. it it's a, like, it's a great book. It's a great book. And you know, and honestly, you know, and again, you know, key names, you know, in that era, in that time. Um, but how they go back in the 40s, you know, he talks about Roswell a little bit. Actually, he goes very in-depth with Roswell a, a bit about what actually occurred and why, like, the reports doesn't make sense. Why this? Because this was the same group in the Air Force that, and, and it's weird because 47 had so many things happen in that year. Namely, the Air Force became the Air Force in 47. There are so many hmm. weird coincidences that happen within that year and then all these events within the time frame that just, man, you can't help but to think that it is a 
purposeful, planned execution of things to flow from then on. You know, if that makes sense. Just everything that happened. And then they talk about Roswell. They talk about, you know, the 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 group, the squadron that actually discovered it. Uh, same ones, the elite. Like, they were the lead of the lead. Maybe in the world. Ones that, they're the ones that dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, it was that group. They're the ones that saw it. Uh, just, just, just how he puts things together is, uh, man, you know, if, if it's, if it's not real, I, I, I'd be stunned because it's just neat how he puts timestamps on things and puts everything together. So well worth it. Well worth it for sure. But, uh, but I will say with that being said, you know, one of the things, cause we're, you know, bantering on here almost an hour, uh, we did want to cover, bear with me again too, my cold, uh, it's kicking my ass. Um, we did want to cover some highlights of 2022. Uh, you know, articles that Josh like saved and I kind of saved and looking back because, you know, again, this is going to drop before New Year's. And I think that uh, some of these things I don't want to forget about. And so if you don't mind, man, I'll start with this one and then I'll kick it over to you. But this goes right back to, we talk about uh, UFO, ther- uh, let's say the UFO mythos influencers. Let's put it that way, right? Um, Bigelow, right? We all know that name. Uh, I'd remember, and, and the guy still has it. And I don't know what the outcome was. I think he still has this occurring because I haven't heard any updates. But uh, this year, 2022 in September, he was one that actually put the $1 million effort down uh, to contact the other side. And by that means, remember he had that contest about somebody had to tell him what consciousness was. He wanted to actually do a research study on who, what consciousness it might be and it's really funny because it falls within the same time frame of other people coming out saying, look, consciousness is not something that is we create it. It is something that's local that we're picking up. We had Mark Gober, if you remember, the listeners remember, we had yeah. him on the podcast. Um, in fact, he has a new book. He actually emailed us. And so, you know, if you listeners are okay with it, we might invite him back on because it was a fascinating conversation. And he talks about this whole consciousness thing uh, that it's, that's a, and it's a theory that's been kicking around, but I really think it's gained a lot more ground nowadays as far as, look, you know, are we just, are our brains just really a fine-tuned antenna that's grabbing these things? Well, Bigelow's the one that put his money down and said, ah, prove it. And uh, it's still going. He's still trying to grab stuff and do that. And to me, I thought that was huge for somebody to try to uh, to put forth something like that um, in this day and age. You know, and, and again, Bigelow, Skinwalker fame, you know, and all this other stuff. And, and he claims, I, it was a 60-minute interview, that he flat-out claimed, no, aliens are here. They've been here. You know, he knows it. Uh, and everybody called him kook, flat-out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's so kooky or not. You know, not sure. But uh, that's one of the articles that I want to pick up and kind of mention because, uh, you know, it caught me when it actually came out. And I think it's still, I think it's still something that's pretty viable, you know, for 2022. And who knows what, uh, who knows what the outcome's going to be. So, Anyway, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's a super interesting story, no matter what, like just a whole premise and theory behind it. I mean, I, you know, and, and again, I, I don't want to sound like a kook, but man, I, I tend to, if you have to give me a theory, I, that's the strongest theory you got behind scientists going, well, we just don't know how consciousness works. Well, okay. Well, you know, can we at least take some jabs in the dark and there's people that are doing it and they're, they're fairly viable. So you know, we'll see what the outcome is for sure. But uh, I stumbled on that real quick. And then, I don't know, man, are you ready or do you want me to 
rattle another one off here. You oh, go ahead and rattle another one off. Another one off. Okay. So, and this has been out, and they do this. <clears throat> this goes without saying, I suppose. Um, we all know that there's a horrible fucking war going on because, obviously, as human beings, we can't go f- without a week of having a war somewhere in the world. So the minute, you know, we left where we were with a war that we never should have been in, Putin decided he was going to do his bullshit and stand up and attack Ukraine. So here we are. But what's interesting, the outcome of that, the byproduct, and again, this may be a bit convoluted because, you know, people mistake drones and modern-day technology, what we're doing, missile strikes, wherever have you. Uh, But this is something that uh, about halfway through the war that came out here in 2022, and it's Ukraine's astronomers uh, report that they have been seeing UFOs everywhere. So since the beginning of the Ukraine um, incursion, I guess, whatever you want to call it, uh, I guess it is off the charts of the documented UAPs they've been seeing. And they have tried to separate the two between, look, you know, again, are these drones? Are these missile strikes? Are these, you know, are these people that just, they're fatigued? They're not seeing what they're they're supposed to be seeing, whatever have you. And, well, I and mean, part of that makes sense because there are also a lot of, yes, yeah, drones and missiles and shit flying around. It uh, But at the same time, there's a, kind of a proven track record to a certain point, if you want to believe in this, that, um, UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to call them, have been spotted near other wars, incursions like Vietnam. Vietnam actually reported tons of UFOs, what they saw over Vietnam skies uh, during the Vietnam War. Um, the same thing with uh, nuclear bases. You know, we see a lot of UAPs around there, whatever have you. Like, it's kind of a recurring theme. Uh, but they're going through this, and other scientists around the world are actually getting with Ukrainian scientists, verifying their numbers, verifying what they're seeing and say, no, damn, we're, we're kind of seeing the same thing. Um, things that just, they're not moving like weapons would move. They're not moving like a drones would move. And um, they're all over the place. And they have just started kicking up um, about a month, month and a half into uh, when Russia invaded. So, you know, I find it interesting because, you know, we've had this in history happen before to where, you know, you see these sightings on a massive scale during conflict uh, and this is just something in our modern day area again, 2022. That you know they're they're saying they're seeing them again. So I'm going to kind of track this a little bit. It's interesting to read through for sure. Uh, and again, you know, this is a news episode, and we're not going to go in verbatim. Um, but you know, if you listeners want to, you find something like that, so report again. Strangejungles at gmail.com. Let us know if you find anything that's uh, you know maybe solidifies some of this. Uh, write us. You know, let us know. But I, I just find that uh, I don't know. I, I find that very very curious, if nothing else. So. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? Like, and I don't know. I was like, going to be like, and going back to like even Tolkien and talking about (laughs) in the ring cycle and all that shit. Like, uh, I mean, talk about like weird lights in the marshes um, where battles once happened. Like, but yeah, that is the thing that goes back to you can, you can see that in pretty much any modern conflict where weird shits happened. I remember hearing like crazy stories of like wild, like cryptid sightings in uh, Vietnam and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Well, could you imagine? I mean, come on, you're in a foreign country, number one. And yeah, again, granted. Yeah. So you're going to see things you don't recognize period. (laughs) Period. You know, and then add different wildlife. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I thought I had all my ducks in a row, but I did. No, not. you're fine. I can I can Believe throw another one out here real quick. Let me. Oh, I was just up. trying to find the story about uh, 
Cold Fusion that oh, just happened recently. Yes, actually, I stumbled on that. I'm glad you caught that. We want to we want to touch bases on a couple scientific discoveries too, and that's one that, um, man, if if it's true what they say, that could change the literal world right now. Like it is something else. Well, apparently it's. Uh, Man, I don't know where I saved this story, and now I can't fucking find it. But apparently they, uh, for sure, had a sustained reaction. It was really small. Mm -hmm. Um, Right, right. And I can't find the story, so uh, I'm not going to try and, like, put too much detail into it and just be wrong about everything. Um, But the things that I know for sure are that uh, they had it in like a circular reactor that would like basically create a plasma field and generate power. And they generated positive power for like, not a super long amount of time. Cause it was like, you know, that's how these initial experiments go. It's just, you know, it's like, you can see all the headlines of like, Oh my God, cold fusion breakthrough. And it's like, yeah, they generated a sustained reaction for 2.3 seconds or something like that. Right, but, um, right. but that is super, super important because they've never uh, been able to uh, have anything that didn't end up being basically a hoax. Um, or thanks guys up at the university of Utah um, <laughs> that, uh, that was sustainable that they could replicate. And it looks like they're on their way to it. And the cool thing about that is like, so nuclear fission, like what we have in our current n- nuclear power plants, which is actually, actually how our nuclear weapons work and all that stuff. Right. Right. Um, it's like, uh, I don't want to throw out numbers cause I'm really bad at guessing numbers and it's going to be way wrong, but it's like magnitudes more powerful than fossil fuel. Right. Oh yeah. And, and cleaner and then, on top of that. And that's fission, but then you still have to deal with like all the nuclear waste, all the spent right. fuel rods, the all that stuff. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, and then when you get to fusion, it's like magnitudes times more powerful than fission, but the waste that you get from it is inert in like a few years mm-hmm. instead of like tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years. It's like, I, I want a bit better of a deal. Again, I hate throwing out numbers like this that happened right in front of me because I'm probably yeah. wrong, but I want to say that the article I read said it was like 12 years. Any waste That's generated from it would be, not dangerous anymore yeah and way more powerful and also like uh uh, what am i trying to say um and cleaner because they're because you're combining atoms you're not splitting right right you know exactly yeah so like almost all of the fuel is used to make the energy anyway so they're there are designs for like small reactors like that that um could power a lot of things like like large vehicles um cities well homes, i mean my god know. dude it, it's, it's a it's an absolute game changer well and here and so i I actually got that on my list now, i don't think the article might not be as uh extensive as yours but it's the scientists at a lawrence livermore national laboratory in california so they're the ones that actually pulled that off and they're doing it and and really to sum yeah. it all up, and you're 100 percent right with what you're saying. But um, basically, the you know to, to layman's terms, um, this is they actually have produced the first fusion reaction that created more energy that was used to start it. So this has been yeah. something that's been uh, we've been trying to do for how many hundreds of years, and they finally I think figured it out. Um, likewise, amazing. I would say probably not you know, hundreds of years, probably like 50 to 70, but. 
Well, they were working on it back. Well, you know, I'm thinking of like radiation in general, like nuclear, uh, you know, like nuclear science. Well, I was science, just thinking about when we actually you know. created the actual nuclear bomb. Oh, the bomb. Yeah, true. Yeah, World you go back to that. But I know we're like in the late 1800s. Um, and yeah. I cannot remember her name, but we were actually looking at, uh, we found plutonium. We were discovering what radiation actually was, um, even way back then, which was surprising to me, um, you know, before we even really knew what was going on. Of course, that time we didn't know how dangerous it really, you know, it all entailed. Uh, but yeah, that, that's amazing. I mean, for, a, for a scientific discovery, uh, and here's some more thrown out at you, um, which I, I find fascinating. Every time I see a link or a news article on new pictures that this thing's putting out, the James Webb Telescope. Holy shit, dude. Some of the things that are coming out from the launch of this thing and how far back in a space they are seen, uh, you know, and we're just tip, touching the tip of the iceberg with these things. It, it is just phenomenal. You know, I cannot wait to see uh, how much more this can do because of how we launched it and where we, uh, where we have it transposed. Um, just amazing. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see if it will ever well I'm interested to see if it ever does capture like evidence of another civilization out there if we'll know about it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, is yeah, exactly. Like what well and they keep saying, you know, we've heard this forever about, you know, there's radio purse coming from such and such and we don't know, we can't describe it. And I don't know. I, I always wanna I guess hold on to the fact or hold cross the fingers that that is from something that's something that we don't understand. Um, and maybe, you know, something like James Webb telescope can, you know, can maybe, you know, tell us about that. Um, yeah. Maybe it'll pick up some techno signatures. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if we'll know if it does, but yeah. that would be cool if it oh, did something else. Um, here's a couple other little tidbits here. So uh, here's a scientific breakthrough, which I, I find this is, it goes back to aging or, you know, actually bringing people back to life. They, in Yale, they succeeded reviving cells in the hearts, liver, kidneys, and brains of pigs that have been lying dead in a lab for an hour. And so mm. I caught this about, I want to say mid-year, um, that they've, and actually, they think they found the, the chromosome or the enzyme uh, responsible for Alzheimer's without extensive tests. They think they've got that where they can actually do a blood test to see if you can have it and they can, you know, to curb it. And there's these rumors, and I know this has always been happening, you know, for, for, you know, as long as we've been human beings, we want to extend our lifespan. Um, But they're really kicking the tires on saying, look, you know, here in the next like two decades, it's not going to be a matter of if you will die. It's a matter of when you will die and you can have that option. I don't know. When I hear that, I'm like, man, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've been saying for a while, like, uh, a lot of the futurists, especially the ones that talk about like the singularity, right, um, right, will say like, "Oh, the first human that will never die has already been born." Like, oh yeah, is alive right now, which is phenomenal. Um, you know, that's such a weird, that's such a weird thing. So, tons yeah, of like stuff, on the one hand, know. not dying sounds cool. On the other hand, I don't know. Like, if you can't keep your mental faculties up, that seems like it would be a shitty to live through. Yeah. And be like could lead to like some really weird stuff. Like, uh, I want to say and like, and then I, my brain starts veering into Warhammer 40 K <laughs> lore. And I'm like, right. those like the Necrons and shit. But, Oh, I want to say it's like, I don't want to live like death becomes her. Right. 
I mean, yeah. just because you're alive, that's not what I want to do. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. For yeah, I don't want to be right falling now. apart. Yeah. I'm yeah. already falling apart. Right. I don't want to keep <laughs> living forever falling apart. Exactly. Um, but yeah, if they could like make it so you could be rejuvenated and you know your mind wouldn't deteriorate, that would be cool. But it seems like like most of the when you see like an article about like, Oh, this person's been alive for like 110 years. And they say the secret to living a long life is to uh, hate everyone. Yeah. Uh, smoke cigarettes yeah, bake, and bake drink and cigarettes. 12 Coors lights a day. <laughs> I'm like, you well, know? Shit, then I'm going to live like 200 years old. This is perfect. Yeah. 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 Like oh, it seems like lately almost every time I see something that's, Oh, oldest person ever is also like, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So who knows? I don't know. Well, I, I got one more here to wrap up like science, basically science news. And then, you know, if we got any weird fringe stuff out there, we can talk about it. But uh, th- this one here is fascinating. Um, and I've been following this and I actually read a couple of very extensive articles on it. Uh, creating life without sperm or eggs. Have you heard about this? So Mm-mm. there are experiments going on in the Wiseman Institute of Science in Israel. Uh, that they literally have created mouse embryos inside a bioreactor that was made up of stem cells cultured in a Petri dish. No egg, no sperm, fabricated, and they're growing animals. They figured out how to do it. Hmm. Now, you know, at one time, you know, of course, you know, we talk about like, oh, clone the madness or all this other weird shit. But when you have this, you know, without sperm or eggs and you're creating life, Holy shit. I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of ethical retributions here, possibly. Um, but uh, I stumbled on this, I want to say, like two months ago, and I kept a, a handful of articles. And uh, and to me, it is just absolutely, absolutely uh, crazy. This is a quote here real quick. Um, as soon as the science starts moving in a place where it's feasible to go from a stem cell population in a Petri dish all the way through to organ development, which suggests one day it will be possible to go all the way to creating a living organism. It's pretty wild, remarkable time, said Paul Zarr, uh, developmental biological at uh, Case, Western Reserve University. Anyway, um, but literally, this is like, what's that show with uh, Superman shit, which was the one that has Russell Crowe in it? Like, this is that shit. Oh, yeah, you're talking about... Uh Man of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel. I mean, that's that's what this is like. Holy, they're harvesting these things. They're growing them, you know, organically, but without maternal attached to them. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. They're crazy. just like grown in a lab or a machine. Yeah, I mean, that's like a lot of things actually. It it is, but you know, when you when you come to human life uh, in general, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's something. And again, you got a lot of ethics around that, right? So, you know, we'll see where it, we'll see where it flies for sure. But um, yeah, there was a short-lived sci-fi show on Fox that I wish I could remember what it was. I think it might have just been called Space, but it was like an acronym. Mm, okay. Um and this was like in the late 90s, I think, early 2000s, but uh there were like some space marines going on missions somewhere and like one of them had been conceived in vitro and mm. like that was kind of cutting-edge technology at the time. Right. And, and so their picture of the future was that people that were conceived that way would be treated differently. So he was treated like a second class citizen and like 
uh, all of his fellow oh, space buddies always were shitting on him all the time. That. But he was like physically superior because he was created in a lab, basically. Well, you know what? I mean, and that's all funny. But at the same time, you know, we're, human beings are pretty shitty in general. And they're going to find yeah, whatever we're not reason. Great. That, we're not great at all. And we're going to find whatever reason to pick apart another human being just because for whatever reason it makes us feel better about ourselves. It, it goes without saying. You know, what? again, hypothetically, I'm thinking out of the box. What happens if this does become a thing? Say um, this is, you know, say they pass a laws in a country, our country, whatever have you. You know, families can't have kids. You know, the in vitro doesn't work. Fertilization doesn't work. This is other method, and there literally are children that are bred like this. Who's to say that they're not going to be picked on, abused, beat up, talked down to because they are different? Like, it just adds another shitty layer. As exciting as it is to talk about it, the morality is that that's what we're going to go as a human race because that's who we are. And it's just Well, I mean, it's like, look at how, like, little kids pick on each other. It's like, if you knew, if you were picking on someone in elementary school and you knew they were adopted, you'd be like your parents don't love you or yep. some shit same thing same thing. it'll be the same shit with like oh you're you were you're a bottle baby actually i think that was what they called them in that show i think that was the sort of thing is that what it was really that's funny something like yeah, that yeah. like yeah but no i like i said i think there's all kinds of different uh this year is going to be very unique for a lot of reasons um i do have one more thing i'll leave and i, and I don't know like i said i don't want to eat up the time but you know if you I I want to say, so kind of back to UFOs a little bit. Um, there have been sightings in 2022 that have been off the charts. Now, with that being said, I think a lot of that has to do with we were fucking bored, locked up, and had nothing better to do but look up in the skies, possibly on our back porch. Um, nobody out, other things not taking our mind, like work or shopping or whatever have you. And maybe that's why people are paying attention. Or maybe things are made up. You know, because that's a lot of that too. You know, your mind plays a sure. double trick when you're locked into your own, you know, no matter how cool you think your house is, you know, it still sucks being, well, not me. I would love just to be in my house all the time. But some people don't enjoy that. Some people want to go out and, you know, interact and be part of it. Maybe that's why. But, man, there has been a plethora of events, sightings for UFOs, like off the charts for 2022. Um, Americans find that if the uh, study says... 78% believe in the existence of aliens. 78% of Americans believe that aliens do exist. Do you want to take a guess on how many people believe that we uh, do have aliens here, we are abducted, and they are among us? You want to take a, just a quick gander guess there? Mm. I know it used to be something like, uh, uh, I want to say like 60 70% a few um, years ago. Well, 57 57%. According to the survey, say that uh, we've already made contact with alien life, you know, no matter what that looks like, whether they're sure. here, whether we've, con- you know, uh, connected with them, whatever have you. To me, that is insane. And meanwhile, the same people, and again, not to pick on religious people, however, the same people that have an organized religion, that number is is steadily dropping. Just almost as quick as the number of people going, hey, we're not alone, it's going up. Like there's people that are giving up their faith right and left. And it's not as huge, but it's still the thing. And so I don't know, you know, it makes you wonder kind of, I don't know where we're at as a species. And you, you think uh, about that's, this. 
like a weird statistic like are they saying there's a correlation there as like two different or studies they, is it just like interesting interesting you know? two different studies i don't Maybe. think they're comparing i think it's more me comparing it but i i always pay attention okay. to like uh you know the surveys that come out for people that are devout um you know that have religious upbringing or have religious in their life and then they decide they're not to you know suffice to say more and more people daily are becoming whatever you would call agnostic or um, out of the box that we're not alone type thing. Because let's be honest, you know, most religions, especially like Catholics, for example, you know, they can't, even though it's kind of in their doctrine in, in places, you know, you can't believe in another alien life because it really kind of shoots yourself in the foot on believing in the Bible and God and Adam and Eve and we're all one and all this other stuff. Some religions, ah. you know, work hand in hand with it a bit, but it, it's, it's, it's getting few and far between. You know, nowadays, I, so, I don't know. I would say, like, know. I know the uh, Vatican has an observatory, and like the head scientist there thinks that we're not alone. That's true. That's true. They do. Um, yeah, we cover that. I and think. I know, uh, like, a lot of other non-denominational Christian faiths, or I don't even know what that word, what that string of words means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, like, a lot of other uh, different sex of christianity like don't necessarily like i mean fucking mormons think we're from space so oh yeah i know, you know yeah that, that's like, a whole nother the whole magical thing <laughs> which is insane you know you believe in other planets and all this other stuff which is you know which is you know cool i mean but i i think yes you're right there's correlations there but at the same time i think if you bare bone it and you, and you separate the two um you know look man if aliens crash landed or came stepped out of a ship and threw a bible down i i'd be wondering a little bit right I, I don't think people look at that the same. They don't what if they crash the landed and came squirt, squirt, squirt? Oh, you're so gross. Why are you so gross, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. No, I mean, if the uh, actually, if a advanced extraterrestrial race jumped out, like landed and jumped out of their ships and started quoting scripture, I'd think we were very much in trouble. Just uh, uh, no judging by how, like things went the last time around for human colonization you know what oh, i mean no shit right uh, there's a meme and i'll just end it at that and then if you got anything let me know but uh, there's a meme i stumble on that it's a cartoon and it's two aliens and they're standing like at the bottom of this crucifix and the, and they're you yeah know, in the middle of the day or whatever and the one's like looking the other's like i'll tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna get the fuck out of here that's what we're gonna do because <laughs> yeah just we're taking this too seriously but they're just like, oh, anyway. this is not a great place. Right. This is what they do to people who say we come in peace. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. a lot Good of stuff times. for 2022, man. Um, not saying it's been a shitty year. You know, it, it's been, I mean, personally, I think it's it's been a decent year. But I mean, I don't know, man. I, I guess this episode, if we look on retrospect, Jesus, global pandemic. We got through that. We got, you know, you and I and John and this Listen. whole thing and work. And like it has been, it's been a ride. I'm hoping politics balances out. I'm hoping, you know, everything else balances out. But at the same time, you know, one of the reasons we do this podcast is because we, we just love the fringe and I would much rather talk about UFOs and, you know, bringing people back to life than worrying what the hell Trump is doing. I uh, personally just stating that out loud for a fact. Um, I don't know. Well, you know, we'll see what the outcome is for this new year. Uh, but, you know, folks, if you have anything that come out, you know, articles or something came out 2022, again, you can write us, strangejungles at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Josh, you got anything to follow up with at all? Oh, I would just say I'm not worried about what Trump's doing. I don't think <laughs> he's doing enough. anything. I don't um, oh, he has NFTs out now, so there's that. Yeah, I That's mean, awesome. his big announcement was 
uh, grift. So again, go figure. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not too worried about that guy. But but uh, the people that like that guy probably have other things in mind. But anyway, that's sure. got sure. nothing to do with UFOs. Yep. Yeah, um, 100%. I don't know, man. 2022 was weird. It was kind of a shitty year. It was a very very stressful year but there was a lot of cool things that happened like especially like ending the year with hey we might be on the cusp of figuring out cold fusion oh my god thank you yeah fucking yeah so cool i'll I'll take that over Um, stress and shit any day of the week i mean to me you know it's a it's a it's a it's a problem that i think is it's not a problem i mean it's something we really my god to focus on something like that versus where we're at in real life hands down 100 percent, much rather be there than anywhere else for sure so, and I would say if you need a break from real life, uh, you should check out his dark materials on HBO. The oh, nice. final season just wrapped up and it's like amazing. I got to uh, check that. They I did, haven't started yet. Yeah. But they did everything right. That game of Thrones did wrong. Really? Interesting. If that makes sense for the final season specifically, yeah, yeah. like yeah. instead of dragging it out, they were like, here's two episodes a week. And then it was. Now you done. are just to reference the listeners. You're talking about Dotoro, right? He backs that. Oh, I I don't think so. Oh, is that not Dotoro? Oh, I thought, no, I don't I think so. It was. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I mean, if he he might, I don't think so though. Oh, I thought he was attached um, to that somehow. No, not that I'm aware of, but uh, but it's just a it's so because of the pandemic, the three seasons got stretched out over like several years, mm-hmm. and um which it actually ends up making the story better, Mm -hmm. but it basically starts as a little kid adventure and culminates with like, we're going to, uh, we're going to wage war on God. So it's pretty fun. Oh, um, and, and it's just like, it's like, uh, it's just like if the, I don't know, it's like little, like, it's like an adventure movie that gets like into some like really heavy, like dark thematic stuff. That's really interesting and fun and cool. Mm-hmm. And then also I've been feeling hella goth lately. So I would say check out, uh, Oh children and just jam their shit. It's pretty cool. Like okay. see enough. a modern band doing goth stuff. Fair enough. Fun. Well, let me throw a couple at you and then we'll end the show. Um, because I got Dotoro stuck on my mind. It sounds dumb, but check out his remake of Pinocchio. On Netflix. No, that looks amazing. It is fucking phenomenal. How he put it together. It's stop animation, but the story uh, is wow. I mean, it. It's again. You know, it, you wouldn't think he he'd take on something like this, but he did it, and he did it very very well. And no offense to Tom Hanks, but it blows the Tom Hanks live action version out of the water. I'm just saying. Just saying for a friend. You know, there's that. So, and if you want, so I'll piggyback off you. If you guys want somebody uh, that's new as far as music goes, it's pretty kick ass. There's a band that I got into a couple years ago. They've been around for a while. They're called the Huh. Some people call them Who. Uh, they're a Mongolian metal band, and they are amazing. I think they're actually going to tour this year. And there's a there's a new band. Um, well, it's one guy basically. His name's Talk, and uh, there's a song on the radio called uh, "Runaway to Mars." Um, Man, just listening to the song takes you to places that you just close your eyes and listen to uh, the lyrics, his voice, how he does it. Um, a lot of cool stuff out there. You know, I, I've always said that I will never be too old to know new music, uh, you know, different movies, things like that. And um, for sure, you know, in this day and age, the good thing about this technology in 2022 and beyond is that, you know, um, movies and art and everything else that encompasses that is uh, – 
just seems like it's been a step up and a step beyond what uh, what anything from the past has been. And looking forward to more, you know. So we'll see what 2023 brings for sure. So anyway, um, you can, again, write us. We threw it out there a couple times, strangeuncles.gml.com. We are going to do some different things this season only because I think a little bit of, we want a little bit of a change up and also we're just extremely fucking busy. So I don't have time to do write-ups every single week. I will be very honest with you guys, but I do have a few. Josh has some ideas on his side. Uh, We've got some guests lined up. We've got a couple that we've really tried hard uh, to get on the show last year, and we weren't able to. And um, they made a promise this year that they're on. They're already booked it on the schedule. Um, there may be some times where we do something different to fill in a week. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we just want this to be as fun for us as it is for you guys to listen to. Uh, and I think at the, the at the end of the day, you know, being weird is, um, I don't know, you know, that's where my that's where my zen is. And, and I know that's where yours is too, Josh. It takes you out of takes you out of the reality time frame for sure. And and we want to make sure we keep that without feeling burnt out about it. So, um, yeah. do you got anything on your side? No, just, uh, if there's anything you think would be a good idea for us to do, let us know. Um, you can find us at strange uncles podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at strange uncles on Twitter. Uh, I mean, we're going to try to do the stuff we've been threatening to do on youtube <laughs> at some point yeah 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 so well and i got uh, keep, i got something secret keep for the your patrons eye open too yeah for sure yeah i think it'll come yeah. it'll come we'll make it work but man great chatting with you like i said it has been uh man i miss this i miss this it's been the break's been nice but at the same time i was itching to get back behind the mic um and so hopefully you listeners enjoy that too and um yeah close the gates yep